You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Such a little time has passed since you went away. Where are all these heartaches coming from? I can't hardly stand the pain of missing you today. And I know the worst is yet to come. If there was something I could find. Relax. Cloud takes a minute on your Wi Fi. Don't diss my Wi Fi. The fuck? I ain't Spectrum. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It does Welcome. suck, though. It's, it's not great Wi Fi. No, it's not. Who's your Wi Fi? Spectrum. Spectrum? Okay. Yeah. Formerly known as Time Warner Cable, I believe. Got rid of Comcast last week. Feeling real good. Would you go to Fios? Yeah. Is the Spectrum building nearby? Like, is there a Spectrum compound nearby? I don't know. Why? Because I, I walked to a weird. Uh, waterfront monument. Uh, he's like sort of looking thing. at me in the eye and playing with his dick. It's I'm not really playing weird. with my dick. I'm just shifting things around. So down it's there. playing with it. I, I wouldn't call it. I'm not. <laughs> it's not like a like a child enjoying himself with anything. I'm just moving I mean, things you know. around. Uh, welcome to Axe to Grind. Yeah, hardcore podcast. Uh, yes, it's not exclusively about ball shifting. It's Patrick. I'm Bob, and I'm triggered. <laughs> you triggered by the ball shift, All right. Tom. Uh, so. Let's get into it. We're going to do a fun episode today uh, that is going to... You guys hit us with a jillion questions. We're going to answer 11. Uh, oh, that's le- a good idea. Let's <laughs> do that. Let's do 11 questions. 11 questions. And we'll, we'll see if we can bonus that out. We'll see if we can do it. Uh, but before we do that, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Thank you to all of our sponsors. But let's Thank start you. today with Death Wish Inc. Let's do it. We've been talking about their distro. We've been talking about their longstandingness. Deathwish started stirring the pot, witch style, you know, mm. like warlocks. Little, They're stirring ooh, the yeah. big, big. What so is that? Earth magics. Yeah, yeah, earth magic. Ooh, mm. that's a that sounds like a band name. That's our band that we're starting. I'm playing bass. Mm. Neither of you guys are singing. It's just. I'm gonna do bass. Take it for a walk. Sure. Gonna do you want to do synths? I'll do synth. Okay. And what are you gonna do? Uh, th- theremin. Okay, there theremin. we go. Theremin. Yeah, down tune theremin. Through a blown out bass. Cap. Earth magic. Death wish. Probably twenty twenty four because we needed some time to build up. Going out with, with magic circle. <laughs> Eternal champion. Yeah. And Earthless. Summerlands. Yeah. Oh, um, and but they have a bunch of new stuff going on. Uh, the hesitation wounds chicanery LP. Yep. You're not familiar? We played on a listening party. Check it out. Members of Touche, members of... Gougeway. Gougeway, members Trap of Trap Them, members of formerly Slipknot? Wasn't... No. no Who was the he, fella? No, no. So, so uh, that fella didn't play on this record. Yeah, um, but he was in it before. He was in it before. <laughs> yes. Members uh, of Sects, maybe? Something like that. On this record... Well, on this oh. record, the drumming is uh, Tommy. Tommy from uh, Gougeway. Gougeway and, and Axis. Right, there we go. Harbor Lights, newer band from Mass. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. Process Black, we bigged up, did a couple episodes ago. Tim yes. Singer, new band. Yes. I think we're going to get more material from them Ooh. in the not-too-distant future. I believe. I could, be, I could be just saying that. Tim, come on the pod. Frail Body. Okay, this one, I, I have a Michigan. We haven't played it. Uh, no, Chicago played it. area. Oh, Chicago. Okay. Chicago, uh, screamier stuff. Okay. Uh, Michigan adjacent. Greet Michigan death. Adjacent Greet death. Michigan actual. Got it. Interlock. Post-rock. 
New Hell. We just listened to one of their songs. Sort of. I, you know what? When I heard it, I was like, this is not post-rock. No, post-rock post rock. is a sound. Like, like, it's like when we say post-hardcore. Yeah, there's bands who are post-hardcore. Yes, but that doesn't mean they're But it doesn't mean they're post-hardcore. Yeah. So, Greet Death, to me, sounds like it's trying to be post-rock. But it's not post-rock. Not necessarily post-rock. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think a Sunny Day vibe? Sunny Day... We said a little bit Circus Survive, but I thought musically a lot more rock and the well, vocals kind of yeah, had not that. Not as Yep. Um, interesting band. Their if LPs out. If you were listening through a lot of drywall, maybe you could find connections to the final, not the final final, but the final released into another record. Seamless. Yeah. Huh. Se- <laughs> Seamless attempted to be rock, not difficult rock, but rock. Right. Played smartly with kind of that that voice that you would that like even okay. though everybody was playing okay i can see, vocally i can catch that i yeah. can catch it in the the uh proficiency yeah. i would say that into another has a lot more low end at least than what i heard here and, and a yes. little bit more charging and this had no a little compa- bit more no rock to, you know? to the stuff before seamless obviously no. but, I, but i think i think that if if somebody if one of our listeners who is Lest we forget. Is, is, Hold on tightly. <laughs> Tooth and nail. Is, Go ahead. If one of our listeners is really died in the wool, I, I, I have a brain injury and therefore can only listen to hardcore music, and you were looking for a hardcore comparison... I would okay. say okay. that might be your thing. Okay, so go out there on this limb. Check those records out. Go to deathwishink.com. Enter the promo code. Extra grind. And what do you want to do with that, Patrick? Spell that out. All right. Now he's changing up the fucking... Oh, did I fuck it up? What spell happened? it out. <laughs> spell spell that out. Spell, uh, no one's yelling that across the mall. Spe- spell that out. Spell that out. Yes. Spell them all. Sp- spell them all. All of a sudden he became fucking Peaky Blinders over here. Food court. Um, yeah, spell it out. Triple B records. Yes. <laughs> Sam's wonderful. It's true. Brooklyn-based. Triple B. I know. I hope he sticks around. I like the Orlando connection. You guys saw the Seinfeld shirts. I really like those. Those are good. He's got a ton of stuff out. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit. The Dominant Force LP is still fresh. Mm. When you're ordering that never-ending gains LP, yes, yes. go get the Dominant Force record. He's got a lot more stuff cooking. Uh, should we? Let's reach back. Way back. Way back. Uh, in the to, archives? To, to Triple B. Okay. Because Triple B has been doing so much in recent times that it's easy to overlook some of the records they've done in the past. This is back when they were just a single B. Just one B. That's how long ago it was. Do, have you been following the uh, Big Baller brand saga? Yeah. What's Amazing, happening? Right? Stealing money and shit. Oh. Yeah, it's no longer. It's been dissolved. LeVar and Lonzo's relationship's not the same. Ooh. I'm not sure where Sam is at with LeVar. <sighs> I think there's a lot of problems. What I really think should happen is mm. that Sam Yarmouth should involve himself much more with the big baller brand. I mean, it might be time to acquire. Oh. I mean, you got it for pennies on the dollar. Yes. Oh, that's so a good idea. Shoes, triple B shoes. Yes. Well, those shoes were terrible. So yeah. the story was Lonzo Ball had to change his shoes every quarter because uh, he was blowing out of Like his foot was... F- Ripping right through the shoe. You shoot. gotta start somewhere, man. And what do we? Other son, son might be a first round pick. Uh, Lamelo might be number one. Yeah. yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, let's talk about the Candy Says seven inch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know how I feel about this. This is their first seven inch. Came out last year. Might as well have been three hundred years ago. Yes. 
I revisited it after we talked about Candy a lot on a not too long ago episode. It's so good. It it's is. very tight, so very concise, but almost the energy that you'd want out of a band is all right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to recommend you go back, try to get that Candy Says record. You can't get it. Go get the LP. Can't get that, or you want to get that. I said get the Neverending Game LP. Said get Dominant Force. And, oh, yeah, the Restraining Order LP is coming out. Um, big believer in that one, too. So you're going to go to triplebrecords.limitedrun.com. Enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And, Tom, what do you do? Say it properly. You spell it out. Mm. At the mall, at your home gym, in the garage. On your front porch. On the porch. The when deck, you're in a, in a parked car and not driving. On an airplane, wherever you have good Wi-Fi, you can enter this. Apparently not my apartment because Pat's too yeah, fucking douchey. But, right. Are you a Wi-Fi snob? A little bit. I think you are. All right. We're going to do the mailbag. Let's dive in. Mailbag, man. It's been a while. Thank you, everybody who emails us. You can email us your questions at axetogrindpodcast at gmail.com. So go ahead and send us questions. It's the best way to connect with us. We answer emails, and we also do them on the air. So let's start with Chris. Chris asks, Hi, Chris. With George from Blacklisted singing in Cold World, are we past the point of caring about scab lineups? Do people just want to hear songs with guys that were in the band at one point or another? Thank you, Chris. And he's got one more. So let's start there. I'm going to say no. We aren't past. We aren't over scab lineups. We don't right, care. Because I feel like all right, th- maybe this is my own weirdness. I don't really consider that a scab lineup. No, that's a fun thing. I feel like it's like the equivalent of being like, hey, man, like Judge is supposed to play a show, but like Mike heard his back. So Siv's going to sing for them. Right. Agreed. Like that's not scab. That's like. This is a fucking, you know... Special event. Once in a blue moon kind of... This is pretty fucking cool. Like, I feel like that's what it is. Agree with that. More than, you know, being like... He's just... Here, we got... Somebody's just singing. Right. Oh, still in the band. He just couldn't make it. Tom can't sing for Most Precious Blood this weekend, so Patrick is singing. That's weird. I don't know if... I don't know if... Well, I mean, it'll go, you know... Crazy turnout. Um, You know. Play well Replacing me with, you know, people of lesser stature. yeah. From the 518. So, I don't see that as a scab lineup but to the spirit of his question yes I don't think people care that much at all anymore about scab lineups anymore <gasps> yeah. no it used to be quite a thing I don't think it's a thing at all anymore but was it ever really a thing if the performance was still good like no. here's the deal Murphy's Law what's Murphy's Law it's Jimmy G and whoever's back there rocking as long as they can play True. as long yeah. as they know songs. now the There's classic some. lineup is Todd Youth and Jimmy Maybe Uncle Al. Maybe Uncle Al. Right, right. But if you lose Jimmy, it's not Murphy's Law. Yeah. Right. So, and I don't say this disrespectfully. If AF did a tour and Stigma wasn't on it, people would have questions. Right. But if they replaced him with Walter, say. Right. Would people be made mad? They'd be like, wow, this is fucking crazy. I'm seeing oh, Walter cool. Trifles play guitar for AF. That's just a legitimately cool thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, right. I yeah, think that's, that's what a, that's this is. That's a good is. way to do it. You know right. what I mean? It's yeah. not like, you know, even Underdog. Underdog doesn't play with the fucking OG lineup. No. Nope. Still fucking cool shit. Nope. And no one's mad. No, it's different than the Underdog when Richie left the band in the 80s and they had Carl the Mosher singing, which I would actually like to see videos of. That yeah, I've happened. never seen that. It's pretty amazing yeah. because Richie's such a fucking fundamental part of that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy to think about. Um, 
scav lineups, I think just the spirit of the question, I don't think people care. But I also question how much people actually cared if it was still a good product. Um, the Chrome Mags are a good version of this because Both. If, you, they if, have, you, if you're suggesting that they're full of shit, then I'm I'm there with you. But if I was saying they do pretend, they used to pretend. Oh, the, to care. yeah, yeah, yes, correct. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I think people used to pretend to care yeah. a little bit. But but I also think it was like more on the inside when it was when if you knew if it was like, hey, you know this band and Tommy's not playing with them anymore. You're like, oh, that's kind of a dick move. What happened? It's it's where you start to realize how small world hardcore is that people can know that oh, we're no longer playing with this bass player. Yeah, he was a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think like the scab punch thing brought this to light? Like, do you think people cared in like 1992 or 1987 that? You know, fucking whoever wasn't around, and I feel um, like they had fill-ins all the time. Well, because like to me, all right. Yeah. So the GB fucking GB on that on the in effect tape. Yes, to me that's fucking scab. Yeah, because it's Porcel and Capone, right? Right, and Walter on bass. Yep, and and yeah, yes, because and there's Luke's no Al Brown, it, there's no Al, there's no Luke, and there's no right. Um, yeah, so like, do pe- did people give a shit that they got like surfer dude GB? Maybe, maybe that. But they weren't mad who was in the band. No, it, it's just a. It's it, scabs are an interesting thing because it's like it's a I, I encourage people who are young people in bands. Hey, if three quarters of your band wants to tour, but your bass player is a teacher and can't tour, okay, you got a touring basis. Get your friend who wants to play. Yeah. It doesn't mean dude who can't tour is not in the band. Hey, he can fly out when we're gonna play California for a couple of days. Sick, let him. Fundamentally, the band. fantastic. Particularly those bands out there that there's no money to fight over. You know what I mean? It, now, right. now when bands, if, if your band is for fun, yes. just go have fun. Do it to the most you can. Yeah. And uh, yes, to answer this, to answer this person's question, nobody cares. Right. Long, long, long story short, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Things like George doing the blacklisted thing is the same thing as. Excuse me. Something's happening. Stuff. George singing with Cold World is the Steve Reddy singing for Youth of Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool story. Yeah. Folklore. Let it be cool. Yeah. That's all. Right. right. Um, dude also had a second question. Does Slater's Deli really have the best pork roll, egg, and cheese at the shore? And I am looking at that. One, I don't eat pork roll, egg, and cheese. I'm a BEC, not a PEC mm. or SEC guy. Okay. I think you're going to make it to Taylor Hambra. Yeah, no, that's, that's North, North Jersey. Jersey. Yep. Okay. I know it's a thing. I also, because it's in Leonardo, I'm going to have to say I probably wouldn't think it was the best anyways. There's a couple good spots. Slater's Deli, I've heard good things about. Why are you beating a couple Kevin good- Smith? He's in Leonardo, isn't uh, he? Yeah, and, and I have a uh, friend of the podcast and life friend of mine, Pete Hilton, lives in Leonardo. So right. shout out to Leonardo. I have friends who live here right today. Huh? Is he from Quirks? Quirks oh, was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was based in Leonardo, wasn't it? Yeah. Is They're that right? Part three. Is, that th- is, it, is, it, is it Leonardo? I thought it was yeah. Red Bank. Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Not the same? Leonardo's. Why are you looking maybe. at me like that? I don't think, I think it's Leonardo. I think Leonardo's it's right down the street from it. So, yeah, I've sense. been to the, to the spot. Yeah. To the deli? Yeah. yeah, that's in Red Bank, right uh-huh. around the corner from the church that's in a couple of those I'll other... I'll find out. I, I know how to work the internet. Well, we can just, oh, Slowly <laughs> pecking at yeah, the keyboard. Yeah, the fucking I love it. What do you got? Yeah. Well, none so, of us eat... So, no, no, pork yeah. roll and egg and cheese, you got to ask somebody else. You want to talk about bacon, egg and cheese, we'll talk about it some other time. Um, 
Dan asks... Hi, Dan. And it's more of a statement, but I said we talk about it. CU Space Cowboy is a boring Zao rip. Um, True or false? Well, it's up to this kid if it's boring, and I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I dig it. Uh, I, I prefer it to Zao. Oh, I'll take Zao over it, but I, I honestly think it's more chaotic than Zao, at least... I mean, at least the period of Zao that I, that I enjoy best is not nearly as chaotic as CU Space Cowboy. Um, I feel like CU Space Cowboy is pretty chaotic. Uh, I don't like it, Zao. Um, it reminds me much more of Converge. It, it just does. But I feel like any heavy band could remind you. Like, any heavy band no, that isn't just Mosh is Converge. It has Converge DNA, but let's say this. It reminds me more of Converge than it even comes close to Dillinger Escape Plan. So there's a, yeah. clearly a divide there, right? Well, because Converge is coherent. Yeah, well. Well, and, and the thing I think it. is that it's coherent. CU Space Cowboy doesn't feel as proficient as Converge, like, I mean, even yeah. at that early era. Like, sure. the, like, this reminds me of, like, right around Jane Doe era Converge, just not, not leading more to Mosh yeah. Yeah. Than, mm. than that. Yeah. So, is it boring? That's up to you. Like, anything. All right. You know what, Tom? When you're right, you're right. Leonardo. 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 Yeah. yeah. I knew it wasn't in Red Bank. No, I you're you good. Know. You're good. Bob's closer, so I figured I'm not going to, like, if he no, knows, but, he but, must but know. Because the actual location's there. But well, the, the, the store is in Red Bank. No, the, the store is in Leonardo. The stash place, whatever the fuck. The Secret place. stash is in, in uh, Red oh, Bank. okay, okay. But, but no, that, that store. The, the, you need the, the quick, the, the, the quick, little. Yeah, it's, that's in Leonardo. What? Yeah. What? Yes. No way. I dated yeah. a woman in Middletown, and she brought me to it in Leonardo. I, can, I on, must I be can thinking t- of a different <laughs> shop. A it's, different a, it's at 58. Wait, Clerks or? Clerks. Clerks. What's the other one? Uh, there's Clerks. This is riveting. Uh, Mallrats. Chasing Amy. And, uh, and then it's not Mallrats. Dogma. Cl- clerks, too. Dogma, yeah. Yeah, because like they go, yeah. The 58 one, uh, North Leonard Avenue in Leonardo. Look at this. Um, because I thought it was on, what's the road that... This is boring. We, you might cut this. this <laughs> no, no, no. Navasink River this is Road. Navasink River Road. Yeah, the the road that goes is it Broad Street that goes through Red Bank the long way, which the uh, vegetarian restaurant in Red Bank is. Yeah, it's that Main Street thirty five bounces into. Yeah. Do you know why this right. has to be kept? Because Tom and I both listen to a podcast where occasionally the guy will be like, "No, no, no, hold on, I, we're going to play that one," and then he'll look through his computer <laughs> for a song for a full minute thirty, and uh-huh. and they'll just comment, "Oh, this is not very so good." So we're, we're trying to play down yeah, to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to. Yeah. Is that button? Okay. That's button. Yeah. Okay. Sure. When Let's he looks front for, street, on his oh, see, I thought it was Front Street turning into River Road. And it was over here, but I could be totally wrong. I thought it was past Good Karma on the way to Fairhaven, but I think you got to be right. I must be. I must have been thinking that was the spot. Yeah, where you it got wasn't. caught out on Front Street here. That's right. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I, I mean, that's a Jimmy John's, bro. <laughs> Actually, is a Jimmy John. <laughs> There's a really good uh, sub place in on Monmouth in Red Bank. Since we're talking sandwiches in Red Bank, all right. Um, Logan asks. Hello, Logan. Uh, what's up, y'all? Long time hey, fan. Hey, yeah. thank you. Uh, I play in a band called Nazca Plate. N a z c a Plate. P l a t. We'd been wanting to play with more hardcore bands, even though we're not exactly in line with that. More indie rock slash punk slash post punk leanings. 
does it all just come down to who you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Nazcaplate.bandcamp.com. Check it. If you ever want to do a listening party just for reference, thanks. Thanks, Logan. You got the shout out. Everybody go check it out on Bandcamp. I have not listened yet. Maybe I did, actually. I, I, I'm kind I think of intrigued I did. by the name, so I'd give it a fucking shot. I actually think mean? I listened to it. I have no it. idea. Uh, Google it. Are they from? Nazca Plate. Is it like a tectonic plate? How do you spell it? Nas- N-A-Z-C-A plate. plate. No, I did not listen to this yet. Ooh. New York based. Is it all about who you know? Yes. Yes. Explain. If you had like a band member that was like formerly a member in another hardcore band, you might be like, those might be your first shows. Because it's like, hey, we're starting this new band. We got to get take what we can get. Oh, well, fucking my buddy Frank is doing a show mm-hmm. with whoever. Oh, it's like more hardcore bands, but. Yeah. It's a fine. show. It's, it's a show. There'll be people there. Patrick, as a dude who's long been in bands who are questionably hardcore is or hardcore Jace, um, has it ever been fruitful when you've tried to play non-hardcore shows uh, early on in your career? Uh, not for my band, no. Uh, hardcore shows were definitely the better shows for us. Yes. Um, you know, some of that could be appearance, you know, like maybe some of the band looks like hardcore dudes. Maybe that matters. Uh, maybe we present like hardcore dudes, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like, like there's it's, right. there's a lot that goes there's a there's a lot of nothing that goes into this. Well, what know? is the the thing that hardcore has built in is a scene and a community and blah, 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 blah. We can talk about that a lot. Yeah. Well, by the time you get to by the time you get to rock, small room rock has a lot of pay to play shows and that fucking sucks. Sucks and, and almost impossible to do a tour on that kind of a. I was uh, going to say that rock bands don't tour. Not, not until you not get until they get to a point. Yeah. Yep. So and, how can you? And so yeah, exactly. I've watched many bands who were. Hardcore dudes trying to do a post-hardcore band or an indie band or a rock band or whatever the fuck they wanted to do, then go try to do a tour playing shows that weren't hardcore shows intentionally being like, no, 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 we don't want to play the hardcore show. Can you set us up with like this or that? Your indie band. And it fucking sucks. And they play to five or six people. I had multiple shows on the tour. And yo, everybody in this room has gone to a show that's been less than 10 paid. Um, <laughs> some of us have played them. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, I, I've been with bands. Yo, the the mental righteous jams R and R lights out. Our turn and someone else. God damn. tour hit Albuquerque five paid. <laughs> Fuck, killing it, Albuquerque. Right. So at the peak of those fucking bands tour powers, I'm and Garth with them. was like, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> yeah. Was that the skating rink? No, it was some weird venue. Uh, I don't know where it was, but it was some rough. weird venue. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it happens. But if every show on your tour is that, and it's five or six people that don't give a fuck, uh, you should have rethought to break up. Yeah, you should have rethought doing your post-hardcore band or indie band like that. Um, you know, there's a not. I don't want to say famous band, but there's a band uh, notable who mm-hmm. did a. Uh, rock project out of that notable hardcore band. Yep. And I always resist talking about it because I don't know them well enough. Not, I don't know them well enough. Sure. You know, and maybe they take exception to a thing and whatever. But uh, they wanted to be a rock band. Yes. No full stop. Don't put us on hardcore shows. Right. We want to be a rock band. Sure. And then they got that experience. Yep. Interesting. And it's not fun. It went one album long. Can you text yes. us? Yes, I'll text. Right. So, 
let's move to something completely different. Don't don't look if you can get if you are people in hardcore punk and you're trying to do something different musically, do it. Don't, don't be afraid. Far. To, well, it, yo, even if your music is straight far, no, yeah, yeah. don't be afraid. Yeah, exactly. Don't stray too far from the community. Don't be afraid to try it out and run it around in here because I guarantee you there's more people who are going to give you a shot than I was going to say, the, world. The, real, the, the realization that you need to go through is that you're going to be taking a beating either way. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and which one's going to be worse? And, and I'd rather get beat up in front of 50 people than beat up in front of three. Exactly. So uh, rock bands, uh, and I, I don't, Nazca Play, by the way, is, uh, uh, it's in Peru. It's a tectonic plate. Or it's a, cool. Uh, so, uh, but, to that person, I would say Logan. Is that right? I would say yes. uh, Logan. It is who you know, but but your movie was very sad. Yeah, but most people are most people are reasonable. Bob, you've been a promoter many times. Yeah. If a band that was totally outside come came yep. to you, you know promoters that would just say "fuck off, get out of here." Yeah. But you personally, I've done it many times, and my, myself personally, just go. Yeah, I'll work in as soon as I can, and I See need what I can it. Make work. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, yep. uh, so to that person, give it time and be persistent. Yeah, just be persistent. J. Luke says, "Hi, J. Luke. Hey, Axe Hi. I've been listening to a couple, listening since a couple of episodes before March Madness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Welcome. I'm curious as to what your opinion is of the band Kids Like Us, since I've never heard them mentioned on the show. They were super influential to me and my close friends and bandmates. Pretty much opened my eyes to hardcore music. Needless to say, at this point, but they are one of my favorite bands of all time." I'm from North Alabama yep, and was yep. wondering if the, their fan base was that. mostly regional to yep. the southeast or whatever. Thank you for reading. Thanks, Jay Luke. Yeah, I mean, not to be a dick, I don't really have an opinion. I don't know. Like, I know they're like, they're a split with Mongoloids, right? It, it, here, like, here's my hot take. Very big. Yes. In that region. Here's my take. Kids like us, Outbreak, and Mongoloids are responsible for a whole generation of young hardcore of young hardcore kids. You're not young anymore, but not young anymore. Yeah, (laughs) not young anymore. Yeah, but I mean, they're all in their kind of parts of the country too. They were also just. I mean, what about trap them? Shows non fucking stop. Stop. True. Kids like us owned the southeast. Uh um, Starting pretty early. Right. Um, a band like Down to Nothing went down to the south from Richmond, which is part of the south, but it's yeah. the north-south, yeah. we'll call it. And they built a huge fan base in the south before they caught on anywhere else in the country. Um, playing with them? From playing with kids like us and right. just being, you know, they did shows together and they really did a lot for what hardcore became in the south. Like, look... If you listen to Foundation, you're not going to hear Down to Nothing, and you're not going to hear kids like us. No. But there was a hardcore scene in Atlanta uh-huh. that predates it. Yep. And the sounds, you can hear a lot more. You can make a lot more connections to stuff that makes the sound of Foundation. But the scene of what Atlanta has owes a lot to the fact that a band like Down to Nothing and a band like Kids Like Us were touring, building stuff up, right. playing with all their precursor bands, doing stuff in the Southeast when a lot of other Are bands were. Are they a Tallahassee band? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, okay. Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. And they do really. They did really well. Right, right. Um, they did quite well in California. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did okay, basically, to the adjacent core types in... Certain parts of Pennsylvania and New Jersey, but I think mm. that's as far north as they got. Mm. Got it. But even then, it was sort of more the adjacent thing. There's people who really ride for kids like us. Everything you guys said is dead on. 
personally, musically, never my thing. But they were such a thing in the South before almost anything else was. Right, and that's, so that, that's so that's said for that. you know, and especially if you're from North Alabama, you should definitely kind of yeah. embrace that. That was a cool thing that happened. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, J. Luke. Joe asks. Hey, Joe. Hey guys, just hey. recently saw Touche Amore on their ten year interverse ten year reunion tour for To the Beat of a Dead Horse. They toured with Dangers and Jerome's Dream. The show at Holy Diver in Sacramento was pretty phenomenal, a very rememberable show. By the way, I wore my Axe Grand shirt. Shout out. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. thank you. Jeremy, in the middle of their set, said thank you to Dangers. Then at the end of the set, he said thank you to Jerome's Dream and said it was important they were there. It was a very important night for us to be able to watch that. Could you elaborate to a 23-year-old who has never heard of Jerome's dream until that day? Can we explain, one, why is is Jerome's dream uh, important slash why are they important from Jeremy? Okay, the first one, wrong podcast. Uh, Second one... uh, Does anyone in here feel strongly about Jerome's dream? I couldn't give a fuck, but there was a time where... The Jerome's Dreams, the fucking... Page 99. Page 99, City of Cal, Sasha were a huge thing to folks like Jeremy. Yep. Uh-huh. And like to... And people in the East Coast, Northeast, there's, oh, a, there's like a big world of it. I mean, he's like a fucking student, so like you could be yes. like... They released one seven-inch in Pennsylvania for one day, and he'd have it. Yes. But I think a lot of, you know, that those were important bands like Orchid and all the shit. Yep. They were a huge at a moment for a lot of people. Yeah. But ninety five percent of hardcore couldn't give two fucks. Yeah, Screamo in the nineties is an episode we will do at some point because it was wide ranging, long, didn't all the sound the same, had no. different flavors where you were, and much of it stayed quite regional. Yes, and basement. Yep, like like I want. I just was like, oh, I wonder what Jeremy from Touche thinks of Frail. Does he think of Frail? One hundred percent does. Yeah, right. So so right, like, right, there's right. a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, but Drone's Dream yeah. is a little later than some of the bands we're mentioning, That's right? True. Like yeah. late '90s, early '00s. Yeah, although uh, Tom said uh, like page '99. Page '99 is right there too. Right. Which is uh, City of Caterpillars right there too. After Jerome's Dream, actually. So right. Majority it, rule, like all that. Yeah, shit. I think like, that yeah. actually was post Jerome's because if I'm correct, Jerome's Dream. Put out a record that everybody liked, followed it up with a record everybody hated, and then Oh, uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, if that's if my memory serves. Now, uh, so I would think you'd be more screamo than you are. I know you keep saying this. I literally hate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, yeah, you know you're right. You, think he was fu- you say that because I'm thin and a dickhead. Why does but that I mean anything? It Did you ever own a white belt? No, never. Never. Did you own a Seisha record? No. You lying to me. No, Do you ever have I'm chaos trying, I, I, is I, I me to, and you're away message? No. Look, I've said many well, times. Well, the problem is he's trying to paint himself like he'd rather be at the Gorilla Biscuit show than but the Seisha show. Oh, yeah, when, but he's, but he's yeah. J.O. to his own beehole. I honestly, there's, <laughs> of all the strains of hardcore that miss me, this is, I have a hard time finding anything of value. So, so where really are you, do. if you had to pick between youth crew or this? Youth crew or this? Stipulate. You, and it, and, uh, stipulate. And uh, I'll stipulate this. I can't the breath shoot of both. Yeah, you can't stipulate. You can't shoot yourself. Uh, the breath of all things that fall into the youth crew late 80s kind of thing, or the breath of all things that fall into this world. Or Unit Pride or Jerome's Dream. Fuck! <laughs> 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 Unit Pride's got some tracks. Some Train people might mind. think Jerome's Dream has some tracks. Oh, definitely. There's lots of people. Who yeah, there's that. lots yeah. of people. And to be honest, uh, 
I like when this stuff got a little chunkier but stayed basement. Um, mm-hmm. That band, There Were Wires. I like There Were Wires. That's one of which, the which, yeah. which I, I put, they're, they're, they're an intersection. They are like how we talked about incision, too hardcore for metalcore, too yeah. metalcore for hardcore. Um, there Were Wires was yeah. too screamo for hardcore, too hardcore for screamo. That's what, probably exactly I mean, converge right. with screamo at a time. <laughs> yeah, you could say that for sure. Quite honestly. Um, before it, Jane Doe and maybe before When Forever Comes Crashing? Yeah, the Halo and Haystack era, you could and say. And carrying a kit. Like, yeah. They're like kind of screamo-y, yeah. sort of uh, fall down, metal. I, uh, uh, so this stuff. Uh, th- you didn't answer. Youth crew or screamo. Oh, fuck, Unit man. pride. Or, no, we're not going to make it specific. Right. Youth crew or screamo. Because he's got, you know, because youth crew, you can also get the turning How long point. are the sets? Huh? How long are the sets? Uh, actually, minutes. probably youth crew's shorter. I'll go youth crew. Uh, so, Less painful. So, I uh, I saw some of this stuff. You know what I mean? I I was sure. I've yeah. never been. A fan I actually of saw a bunch of this stuff. Never You're in a, a field. <laughs> it's surrounded by electric fences. Okay, yeah. Razor There's wire. a fucking razor wire. Like, yeah. I'm not razor remote is guarding. I'm not right. Razor remote. Right. He's throwing fucking toothpicks at anyone. Who razor remote on one end. Fake razor remote on the other end. Rest in peace. Just died. Yes, I know. But all right. So. Screamo band of du jour is on stage A. Yeah. Uh, unit, you know, uh, youth, youth crew, crew band du jour <laughs> on stage B. You cannot avoid, you have to go. There's a fucking oh. a gun trained on you. Oh. Which way do you go? I'll let you answer this, then I'm going to get it more specific because there's a good answer here. It's the size of a basketball court, but for some reason... You <laughs> yeah, you have to go to one. you got to be on the free throw line on one side of the but you other. You can hear it clearly. It's not... There won't be any... Yeah. There's those noise deafeners from yeah. the ceiling. Uh, okay, I'm going to say, honestly, I probably go to the Screamo. Right. So here's my... Now I'm going to give you specific. Oh, it's wow. 2010, right. mm-hmm. and there's two stages like yep. that. And on one stage is Mindset. Okay. And on the other stage is Touche. Oh... That's tough. Because those are two bands that you actually appreciate. I do, yeah. Now, now you do have some friendships on the Touche side, yeah. so that's a yeah. little biased, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm going to allow that that's if it plays tough. in. That's tough. What, what? Sorry, this is now... It's so, a show. This it's, is now hyper-pedantic, but what record, they're both was, gonna, what, what record was Touche on in 2000? Uh, the beat. Yeah. Uh, beat of I'll go Mind Force, fuck it. Mindset? Mindset, pardon me. I'll go Mindset. But it's not Leave No Doubt Mindset. It's around there. So wait a second. So the oh. good mindset record hadn't come out. Yes, right. And, and, and the, the good touche record hadn't come right, out. Right. So there you go. So I lay in a field and get shot to death. You you took out the get shot part. All right. So enough time on that. Um, Jerome's Dream is a band of the screamo variety that mattered greatly to a few, more so to a larger number, and largely missed a lot of hardcore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But we Fair. should say in the same way that. Uh, that crust has the, like so before everybody this is before episode talk bob and i were going back and forth on if a true basement scene exists he's confident it does i i'm you know i defer to him he sees more basements than i do maybe mm-hmm. but i just i'm like i'm up in the air on this but the point of that was who is buying records versus who is going to shows versus who is streaming we are All now different. believing that these are different human beings and yep. in the same way so screamo has this in common with crust you can sell through a pressing of almost a terrible screamo record faster than oh, you can to the sell th- sure. faster than you could sell through a pressing of something that might be legitimately good in a more down the middle hardcore lane. And 
because the diehards within Screamo are trained to buy and they want first pressing and they right. are quick to do it. So it's an interesting phenomenon. Similar to how there are compilations literally called like Youth Crew 2011 <laughs> Compilation 7-inch, which you couldn't, and no offense to the people who put them out, I actually respect that you're doing it and your passion lies there. You couldn't hand that to me for free and see me smile. No, no. And it, it actually hurt Couldn't my heart it. to yeah. see it. But but there's people who love it and who just the title alone, they don't even need to know who's on it. They're going to check it out, which is cool. Right. If it's at Scrams 2007, there's a lot of people that are like, well, that's that's our when Axe Grind Records starts going. To the, now that's what I call Scrams 2020 <laughs> comp comes out. So, all right. Uh, an addendum to that question from Joe. Yo, how fucking tight is Graf Orlock? To which I replied, mileage varies. What is the mileage vary in this room? I haven't heard a note. Uh, I don't know why the fact that it's goofy is so off-putting to me, uh, but it is. That said, he's not wrong. If he means that they are tight, he's I don't right. think if, he means the no, same tight. Like, not he's like meaning, performance-wise. Like, oh, tight, how bro. sick are they, bro? Yeah. Oh, you know what? They are a unbelievably proficient and yeah. capable group of musicians. Yeah, that's so bo- they are very no tight. Yes, okay. Musically, not for me. I know lots of people in Southern California yes. and then in California who will tell you great band, perhaps important band yeah, is a word so, some so, people yes, would use yes, there. Sure. That is through a lens of California and Tom gives a more sobering perspective. Never heard a note. And I think that a lot of people in the sound of our voices would tell you the same. Not, yeah. No disrespect. No, no disrespect. There's a whole scene of that that I like. If you enjoy... Priya, I don't know any of those. Well, and, and I, I put Graph a little off to the side more in... The AC/DC? more technical. No, 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 no. no. Uh, more technical, like... Not Dillinger Escape Plan. But, uh. but if you want... If you like technical, well-played, metallic... Metalcore, hardcore mixer. You'll this, like that. The Discordance Axis fan was a little bit older. Yes. But, but it could be the same. Yes, person. there you go. Uh, Graf Warlock, the gimmick of the thing is that it's all movie references. Yes. Right? So, uh, what's the name of what? What's the name? What's the name mean? Oh, that I don't know. Uh, it's a reference. I'll pull it up while you talk. Like but, some comic but, book thing or something. But no. the, uh, it's all movie references. And here's what. Even Graf Orlock's biggest detractor would have to give them. They had more fun than anybody. Hey, fuck it. Because they're fucking... Have you seen some of their layouts? Oh, so they did a an LP that is literally like... It's a backpack. You can wear it. You can wear it. It has... Like the jacket has parts that you can pull out and you could wear it if you want. All right, that's cool. It's cool until you look at it and go... Like, oh, maybe... And this is where the no fun police come in. Yeah. Woo, yeah, woo, right, right. woo. I, showed up, I showed up and I committed yeah. a, a crime. Right. It's like I mean? the band I'm that had crime. their fucking record on a, a fucking saw blade. Who was that? Left for Dead? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this goes way past that. They have they yeah. have one yeah. record that's, that folds out into a boombox. Right. So so it's all How hyper creative. How much these people? But here's the thing. Once you have 500 people that will buy... A Anything. $30 item. Yes, that's Your all you need. Your life is awesome. And yep. to any band who is of that ilk that just is about Yo, fucking having fun. Having fun. fun. Yeah, bless Bob up. Bob will tell you, because Bob works... I, don't, I wouldn't say you work. I don't know what the I fuck work. you want to say. You, 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 you know Dabble? everything about sourcing. Sure, I didn't yes. know if I wanted to say you work in sourcing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But the 
Art Vandalay. Sourcing. I know a thing. I know a guy. If yeah. you have a brain for it, yeah. is fucking fun. You yes. know what I mean? Like trying to find, put the pieces yes. together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, and these I, guys, honestly, they have to. There's a lot of work that goes into some of the stuff they're doing. I would imagine because I don't think yeah. they were going to someone and going, "Hey, can you help us find out someone who can do this?" I don't think so they were doing it themselves, yeah. and I think that's really fucking cool. Yeah. And I think they did some self release. I think there was so, Braff so, Orlock is a reference to Count Orlock from the 1922 film. Nosferatu. Oh, there you go. Yep. Got it. Rest in peace, Pete Steele. Yes. So. <laughs> it's October. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Whatever. October rust. All right. You ever see the fucking piece on that dude? <laughs> yes, in fact, yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. He's doing good. It's all right. What is Bob packing <laughs> then if that's all right? He's killing me. He's crushing um, me. Tom. Hey. Couple random questions and some new music for y'all. Oh, the guy's name is Tom. No, he's asking you. Oh, for cool. Tom. Hey, all right. Shadow boxing yes. by Julian Baker or no. shadow boxing by, by indecision. Fucking Julian Baker, man. Yeah, Tom's an actual fan. Fuck if, me, I don't give a shit. If Julian could she pull off singing the indecision version as it's played? Do you mm. think she could do it? Uh probably. She's super, she super could? talented. Yes. She think she could pull I don't know. Okay. Let me pivot. Patrick, mm, yes, I'm would you rather hear Julian Baker singing the indecision song or Tom singing the Julian Baker song? <laughs> I think I think I would prefer Tom singing the indecision song or singing the Julian Baker yeah, song. Yeah, that's a push for me because I, I think he so. could do it. He's he's a good singer, I'd better like than he gives that. him credit. Sure, we know she can do it. So let's see if Tom let's can. Do you think she can pull off singing the indecision song the way it's played live? She's a very capable person. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Good. Good. Faith. I'm Shadowbox is a good, is a good indecision song. It is. Yeah. Her song is just she can't do it. She can do no wrong. All right. Um, thoughts Julie on Baker? Come on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. We'll work on it. Thoughts on Disney? <laughs> thoughts on Le- Disney Plus? Likes my tweets sometimes. Are we friends? You might be internet friends. Okay. Fuck it. Fuck. <laughs> That's right? the most Patrick thing he's ever said oh in his whole God. life. What? She probably uh, fucking ready? muted you. Likes my tweets sometimes. I Does that mean we're, we're friends? friends? What? Is that wrong? I don't know. It's fucking. It's a really. Are we not bad, friends? If she was a true friend it, of yours. She'd have muted you a long time ago. It's <laughs> oh, a I'm bad commentary. Sure she she hasn't liked anything in like a fucking months. Bad <laughs> commentary. Yeah, yeah. Bad commentary on how you perceive the capital people. letters. Oh, fucking want to kill myself. Yes. Thoughts on Disney Plus and all that's been announced so far? The Mandalorian, Hawkeye show, etc. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I think it'll be cool, and it's cheap. Yeah. It's like four ninety nine or yep. something. And it's like all the stuff is going to be on there. I think it's pretty cool. All the Star Wars, all the Marvel, all I'm the Disney it. property stuff. I, I'd probably buy the... And if you buy it up front, it's even cheaper, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. What do you think? Thoughts on Disney Plus? Last night, I heard a story of a creator in my field who lost a big money opportunity for bad-mouthing one of these uh, streaming services that they did not realize had just purchased their yes. property. So it's all sick. Yes, I love Marvel. everything. Uh, I recently bought some Disney stock. Okay. Because I think the Disney Plus thing is going to be a huge success mm-hmm. in the first six months, and then I will be looking to cash out. Mm. Um, new music. Let's just go through this quick, uh, if we've heard it or not. Heartstopper. Heartstopperhardcore.bandcamp.com. We played with them. Very yeah. good. We listened. Good. Yeah. Pretty straightforward, metallic, hardcore. Yes. We said Very Bridge Nine. Yes. Love and Trust, new Miracle Drug Dudes. Good. So them too, very good. Melodic, uh, kind of in a in a Midwest melodic I, way. Whatever it was that was melodic, you just did a little dance, so it's got to be a little melodic. Like it was, it's not. Melodic, it was like the dinosaur. Yeah. Everybody walked the yeah. dinosaur. Yeah. Matt Weeder is Don was not was. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. It's very cool. It's like kind of groovy but melodic. I like. Yes, it. if you liked the band Automatic that those guys were in. 
It's cool. Next step. It's not not exactly that, but cool. Sure. And if you haven't heard Automatic, go listen to that. It's it's quite good. Um, Anxious Seven Inch, very good. Very um, very good. Evolution. We didn't listen to that. We should listen to those tracks soon. A uh, bit of an evolution of their earlier material. Mm. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, they're doing a big record release show in Connecticut on uh, November 30th with Fiddlehead and Praise and everyone Ooh. should go. Damn. Yeah. In, in in Connecticut. So that's cool. Knock Loose, new Knock Loose. Uh, we, I think we were pretty up on the newer Best song. Best stuff by far. Right. And the new Sheer Mag, we also did a listening party on. So I missed that, but I really fucked with Sheer Mag. Who is actually a good song. It's, it's like, I know I like, like them a, a lot. I think they get, the way people sell them as this like, Oh, it's like Thin Lizzy. I think we said that. It's, I mean, it totally is. The new stuff is like goes this more new power record pop. Is like straight. Well, the new song that we listen yeah. to, I should say, is straight power pop. And it's so like, like, but it's still really good. Like you can tell they riff, but it's softer. I feel like I liked it better, to be frank. I agree. I think pegging them as this like rock punk band uh, gives a lot of people the wrong idea to jump. Mm. Start off on this new record, and then work back, and I think I, I enjoyed it more. Um, incredible singer. All right. Yeah, no Her voice there. is amazing. Oh my god, <laughs> no uncrazy. Um, they should be gigantic. Like they should be like the Alabama Shakes. So here's my feeling with what I heard from this single. If the whole record's like that, this could be, be the jump off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also their earlier stuff, the recordings were kind of dodgy. Right. right, right. Intentionally, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But it was very much like yeah. the story. It wasn't like I don't know if they would. Ch- I don't know. I actually think this is a band who we will make a candidate for an album to album coming up. With the new album and then one of their 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 like quote unquote classic album, yeah. which is funny. None of us are super familiar, but I think it'll be a fun activity to do it on a more recent band. Like, because I think one of their LPs was a like kind of a compilation of I think so. singles. singles yeah. But if yeah. they go from Chaos and Tejas to Chaos at Red Rocks, which is like you know, yeah. th- that's that's what sure. this could be. You know, what I mean, this is the jump. This is true. James asks: Is Knocked Loose this generation's hate breed? Oh wow! Is Eco Strike this generation's strife? False. Do you have any more band X? Is this generation's band wise? Why? Thanks as always. Thanks, James. Is Knock Loose this generation's hate breed? Yes or no, and then answers. I can see the argument. I'd say yes. I know that's heretical. I say no, but let's but let's go. You you had some of this I told. I feel like Knock Loose, as hate breed did, brought in. You know, they started off only hard. You know, like, and I think they'll they'll bring in a lot of new people into hardcore. Yeah, which is what hate breed did. My only comment is, was, and like I speak a little bit of ignorance here, but is Laugh Tracks, was that Perseverance? It's not Perseverance. Was that, was that Satisfaction? Or is the new record Satisfaction? I mean, I think and Laugh Tracks might have been under the knife. Right, because I'm wondering, because Hatebreed, Satisfaction was loved in the hardcore world and then Perseverance hit, and it was like, oh, yeah, shit, I mean, Satisfaction, and, and I said this before, and it became like, that's like, for most people, a lot of people, yeah. that's like the fucking age of court. Like, that's 100%. a record everybody fucks with. Sure, yes. But Laugh Tracks, certainly not. But a lot of more people are fucking with oh, now. Blue. Yeah. Blue, yes, definitely. And I wonder, I just, I'm trying to picture their Perseverance pop-off. But... To be honest, yes. It, like for all the other stuff, yeah, yes, I can see the argument. Yeah, I totally I mean, can see the and argument. I don't know if I see any of those dudes being well. Maybe 
They all have personalities. Oh, no, no, of course. But, like, Jamie was, like, it was Jamie. Yeah. And, like, he was the guy that was, like, the business guy. It was this. It was that. I don't know if, say, Isaac Bryan, whoever else, would kind of be that, like, it's, you know, it was like Jamie and the hate breeds. Yeah. Right. I don't ever see it being they're, like they don't Brian vibe, and the right. Noxlooses. You know what I mean? I don't know. Eco Strike, This Generation, Strife. No. Only by sound. By Strife sound. was incredibly popular. Like, I don't, people seem yeah. to miss that now because they do well now. But, like, they're a band that were like you would see in front of, like, 800 kids in New York. They were fucking enormous. When they came east, it was a event. Yes. I mean, and that was that rare for California. Yep. Like it's fucking them in like Connecticut in front of like twelve hundred. Like they were huge. huge. They were very, they were big very. In Earth big. Crisis. They were big in the Snapcase. They were fucking big. Yep. So like, I, I in sound, sure. In size, there's no comparison. No offense. Earth Crisis and Strife comparison in size because I think you're right. The Strife shows were always a bigger event, but was it and because Earth Crisis? Earth Crisis yeah. Yep. Strife yep, yep. was not really. Yes. They were kind of middle of the road. Like they, a lot of people, offended. a lot of people had to pick a side with Earth Crisis, whereas yes. Strife, Strife, you had to be ardently uh, straightforward hardcore to have a problem with Strife. Like yes. you had to be really, you had to be on the other side of mouthpiece to be like, oh Strife, because even that, they, those bands were all together. Yeah, on that, yeah. So, um, and you could always lean to the earlier if you didn't like. Where Strife arrived, yeah, you, you like judge, still enjoy, yeah, still enjoy the early, yeah. Yep. But that fucking grace. Are there any generation one, yeah. like this generation? This band is this generation's this. Yeah, but we have to think about that. Yeah, and and look, so everybody is clear on this. It should be just imp- it's implicit. I get it, but like just in case anybody misses things like this, um, these are never truly one to ones. You know no. what I mean? Like because it, even if you were gonna be like Code Orange, this this generation's disembodied. Yeah, disembodied would fucking kill seven people to be to, able to, to be, be as big as Code yeah, Orange. True. Yeah. Or like you know, is incendiaries this this generation's Snapcase. Oh, yeah. here let's. That's let's, probably more comparable. Let me give you guys a couple bands. Yeah, Incendiary is this generation Snapcase, but Incendiary is probably is Incendiary bigger than Snapcase? No, Snapcase no. was pretty Snapcase. big. So that's why you couldn't that's do right. like Incendiary is this generation in decision. It's also they're a lot more popular. Yeah. Also, touring in the Makes it, it matters in all of these equations. So yeah, let me ask this. I'm going to give you guys a band. See if you can think of would be this generation. Yeah. This it, it's not easy. Fiddlehead. Are they this generation's lifetime? Are they this generation's something else? Um, I don't hate the lifetime description uh, because they're from hardcore. Right, I see the parallels. Seaweed, but seaweed wasn't like no. Yeah. There's a little more adjacent. Uh, Fiddlehead is not a hardcore band, but also a hardcore from hardcore plays. Hard, not weird if they play a hardcore show. Nope. Right. Not weird if they don't play a hardcore show. Right. Yeah. No, I could, I could see lifetime. Okay. That would make sense. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.
Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal, the man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fall Out Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. Um, let me give you another one. Let's Good. do Rotting Out. I've heard <sighs> comparisons. Let's see if I can remember them. Um, so the thing about Rotting Out that everybody points to pre, uh, uh, pre-Knocked Loose, yep. Rotting Out, you could say, might have been the band with the most traction outside of hardcore. Right. Bringing, bringing people, folks in, bringing people in, right? Um, uh, oh, okay. This is—I've never heard this. Let me know how this feels. Sonically, energy, location. I was thinking suicidal tendencies. That's exactly what I was going to say. However, what if I said rotting out is this generation sick of it all? I wouldn't be mad at that because of the amount of touring. Now it's trended off because of the lack of touring. They broke up for a little bit. But now they're back and they're touring. But, yeah. but they're touring. They the reach outside of hardcore, but still a sound that is without question a hardcore band. Yes. But suicidal. Could play but could play and, and sick of it all could play with. I mean, I saw them with Sugar. Yeah, right, right, you know, right. and, and yeah. like how sick of it all could go play. Right, That's was right, doing yeah. tours with Obituary or whoever, right, like right. early nineties. Like play with anyone. That's and again, do warp tour. You know what I mean? Like, and is kind of. I think if you're under a certain age, running out almost is ubiquitous with hardcore. It's just like synonymous, really. The way sick of it all was by the early nineties. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I'm but trying had to that this. reach outside of it. Give me. You guys got any other ones? I'm trying. This is a fun game, but it takes a little work beforehand. I mean, are we t- talking in terms of like size or like sound? Because like, could then be I can be like, take offense at this generation suicidal. Yeah, that, yeah, right, right. You know, like, because sonically it works and everything. Yeah. Municipal waste is this generation's like fucking, you know, anthrax or something. You know what I mean? Or I know. Because it, it's kind of, it has to have that like, uh, that intangible feeling where, where you can see maybe some sonic parallels, but it has more to do with everything else. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't think rotting out and sick of it all sound anything alike, other than being hardcore bands. You know, oh, there's yeah, some mosh parts yeah, here and there, yeah. but but everything else, I'm like, okay, like like they're they're the way sick of it all is you know uh, synonymous with New York City. Rotting out to me is that yeah. in L.A. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? So you just switch the geography on it, and they could be L.A.'s sick of it all. Turnstile is this generation's Beastie Boys. There you go. Cool. Because how the Beastie Boys... I was going to say Helmet. Huh. Because everyone... When Helmet was popping, you boys are probably too young. Yeah. yeah. But like people wanted to dress like Paige Hamilton. Oh, that's interesting. What does that, Pe- what does that mean? Striped shirts? What does no, that but mean? people like wanted to dress like... 
everyone dressed like fucking the Beastie Boys. Yes, and I feel like though Turnstile, as much as their music is important, their looks are important, and people follow them. Huh. In in my view, the bands that I've seen do the this is a totally different conversation, but the bands yeah. that I've seen do the clothing thing because I wasn't around for, for yeah. around for Unbroken, so I didn't see that. Uh, but that was only Rob. <clears throat> yeah, I know, but kids did dress away. One hundred percent. Yeah, and, and so A N, we've talked to death. Uh-huh. That one we all saw firsthand. Uh, Code Orange, uh, the Code Orange shirt became a meme. Like the kid that wore the really long shirt, right? Sure. Yeah. Th- that was a thing. And I mean, was did you see the Mental Kid? Oh, Mental Kid, Mental yeah. Kid existed. Sure, like Locking Out Kid. Yeah, Locking Out Kid existed for sure. Um, and then the Metalcore Kids. That's like a little bit. It's well, not like the, what enough. is that? Like the tight shirt, yeah. black shirt. Yeah, kind yeah. Of deal. but it's not specific. I couldn't put that on any specific. Bleeding band. through. Yeah, bleeding you know? through. So, uh, you know what? You could put it on Orange County Metalcore. Yes. Right. Okay. You True. But uh, uh, go, go back uh, for a second. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, uh, the, the biggest one that I saw firsthand uh, was Trash Talk. Ma- you, maybe AN was bigger, but Trash Trash Talk in was in terms of clothing. In terms Trash of Trash Talk Kid is a thing. Yeah, yeah like that kind of like. But isn't there a title fight kid too? Oh, title fight kid. There yeah, damn. Fight kid. You grow you grow your hair out. You put on a hat. The early '90s hardcore kid. Big when when yeah. the style went from well and I mean you know here's the thing the youth crew kid is the classic like the, yeah. the you know that's a look that people still will try the early '90s evolution of that you know that came from Can I say that me? look evolved I actually Cavaricis I think the shore uh-huh. this is a compliment to the shore yeah, yeah. Oh boy. does youth crew adjacent yeah better than anybody because. They wear shorts. Yeah. They look like they're going to the beach every day, but it's got yeah. a youth crew vibe. Yeah, I actually yeah. quite, it's a much better than youth they're crew. They're like straight edge kids that are going to the beach. Yeah, it's yeah. much better than they're youth They're way more Cali than they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Much Park better than like, youth yeah. crew. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. Much better it's than fun. Straight, straight youth group. Agree. Totally. Um, uh, but anyway. Yeah, the, the, let's, you know what? Let's put a pin on the That's a good this band. Because yeah. I, I think this is the kind of thing, if you're sitting on the bus or before work, you can kind of think of a few of these and we'll get a few. Let's do a couple more because I think we said 11. I don't know how many we've done. Um, (laughs) Watching 13 Reasons Why on Netflix and a new ceremony track comes on, which caught me off guard since I like the music a lot and the show is a 4 out of 10 at best. Mm. Does a show slash movie slash medium become better automatically when it engages with hardcore subcultures? Certainly not. Example, a stereotype punk character has a Converge poster in their bedroom instead of the Ramones. Also, does anyone fuck with Jerome's dream? Just listen to the 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 LP, and it took a while, but now I get it. Thanks. So, Brennan, thank you. Great question. And there we go, Jerome's dream. Jerome's dream. Uh, Um, Connecting for some people, for sure. So, does a show, movie, medium become better automatically when it engages with a hardcore subculture? Uh, I had anxiety watching Green Room because I was waiting for them to fuck it up. They didn't fuck it up that bad, so I was pretty happy with that. Uh, I'm very grown so it doesn't thrill me when i know that some set designer has a friend that's a hardcore kid that right. doesn't mean much to me but when i was younger it is certainly cool to see a band that you believe to be small as fuck and your little thing and it's yours yeah. and, and then you see it someplace visible on the big stage it's a nice experience i we are all old enough to remember when you could get some shit for it you you could get a little bit of shitted on, sure. You know what I mean? And that's not the case anymore. Everybody is in much more of a want to see each other succeed sort of space. Yeah. Uh, yep. But I uh, I find it interesting, if nothing else. You know, what yeah. I mean? like how I mean, did this arrive here? Like there was a shelter poster in the background of Friends. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep. For an actual show that happened. Yep. 
it was like them at like Irving Plaza with like Weston Nature maybe. And yeah. I, was, I was at that show and Phoebe standing in front of it, number one. <laughs> then there was Authentic. I don't know yeah. if you remember this. Do you ever see the sh- the movie The Girl Next Door? Yep. With Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, when she like, plays a porn star or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually star. quite like it. Yes, yes. Good, fun movie. Yeah, it's a fun, fun movie. movie. Did you ever notice that fucking Break Down the Walls from Youth of Today yes. is in that? Yes. Very, very strange. Um, and then, um, did you ever see Zero Dark Thirty? They play a Rorschach song. Yes, yes. as torture. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were torturing someone, yeah, they yeah. played fucking Rorschach. So all that stuff, I think, does it, does it make something better? It's a nice nod and a wink. It feels good. It, can it be gauche? Yeah, it can be. But it's you got to put your mind back. Yeah, understand. And think about when you were 16 and saw that, and this was something that was just yours, and to see it on a bigger stage and how cool that and is. And always understand that you're, you're seeing a simulacra spelled correctly uh, uh, when you're looking at that, which is just set design. It's got to it's got to be aesthetically pleasing while having a couple quote unquote authentic elements. So it's it's always going to be a compromise. So. Uh, it's going to be corny no matter what in some respects. Regarding the Rorschach uh, torture, have you guys listened to Agoraphobic Nosebleed recently? No. Been a while. I, I have the split with Converge that I'm there with to their side. I j- yeah, not everybody has. Uh, I just revisited, uh, I want to say it's like uh, Frozen Corpses stuffed with dope maybe. Uh, that is what I would play to torture somebody who was not familiar with aggressive like if I was like, oh, it's my job to torture this guy from the Middle East, I'd be like, well, firstly, that's how do I arrive here? But secondly, I'd be Life's like, life's a long journey. I'd <laughs> say, man, I gotta start. Give me on LinkedIn. But uh, I would say, uh, yeah, for somebody that's not familiar uh, with Western aggressive music, this is fucking torture. It's only because I'm on the fringes of that that I am even tolerant. You know what I mean? After that, you're like, oh no, it's just, it's just torture. <laughs> Nikolai asks. Hello. First off, 23 over here, and I think Terminator 2 is a perfect movie. Fuck Respect. Yeah. Thank you. Question. Would self-defense family, drug church, be as big, big as they are if Patrick would have had never found social media? Allow me to elaborate. To an extent, I believe that it is undeniable Patrick, similar to other people in music, has an online presence that attracts people outside of the demographic for the music. Think Childish Gambino, Jaden Smith, okay, maybe even maybe even Haley Williams. Yeah, at why this not? Point. I personally know a few hand, uh, know a handful of people that followed PK only for his takes and slowly started to care for his music. Yeah, that's true. I guess an extension of this question follows the case of someone cool starting a band quickly, gaining momentum solely on the social capital of this <laughs> one's persona. At the end of the day, how much does someone's personality facilitate or hinder the ability for a band to exist? Can one scumbag? in a band or on a podcast mm. ruin their ability to succeed. I know the answer to the last question, but alas, this is by no means an attack towards PK, <laughs> anyone that would, f- or okay. anyone that would fit this scenario. By the end of the day, musical pursuits are just extension of someone's personality. Lastly, what was yeah. the deal with end of year using the name comforter for a release? Best Nikolai. Thanks, Nikolai. Uh, I hope I said your name wrong. Right. I'm sorry if I didn't. So, uh, it, Bob, you've seen this up close. It helps uh-huh. and it hurts. Yeah, yeah it I helps have. and it hurts. Uh, I'd say it overall probably helps just because visibility is a thing. But it's so th- that's the gamble, right? Like, and I, 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 I'm a person that finds it difficult not to be 
expressive in certain circumstances. So trust, I was never thinking about the gamble, but having being able to look back, <laughs> being being able to regular look, Remy LeBeau over here. Yeah, be, be, being able to look back. Um, so look, when people say, "Oh, I wanted to like your band, but I hate your personality," <laughs> like, look, here's what that is. Here's what that is to me. No, you didn't. No, you were never going to like my band. Uh-huh. No, you were. Because it's inherent. Your personality is. Correct. It's riddled with your personality. Correct. And, and so like when somebody says some shit like that, you're concerned trolling, my dude. You're pretending that you would have given a fuck. You never was going to give a fuck. So ultimately, it, is some people having a negative response to me? Is it really hurt? Does it really hurt? And, uh-huh. it, 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 you know, I, I'm open to the idea that it could. And I've heard all the arguments. But like. Ultimately, people are people tend to like what they were going to like anyway because of the sensibility. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. If it comes out tomorrow that I got a a bodies, children's bodies in my fucking garage, are there going to be people that are like, "Oh, that's a bridge too far"? Of course, but when it just comes to, "Hey, I don't like this person's personality," I talked to a lady about Morrissey for forty minutes the other day at Whole Foods. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't on purpose. But, wow. Yeah. But here's what it came to it's at the end of the day. a strong meeting. Yes. <laughs> meeting of the minds. Both people who are marginally employed have a lot of times to fucking talk yeah, about Morrissey. Yeah. Here's what it came to. She didn't know that Morrissey is on the outs with anybody right now. Right. She didn't give a shit. Right. You know what I mean? And to her, when she found out, and, and this, is, this is a lady who, by all accounts, maybe is of a demographic that should be offended by some of the things Morrissey said over the sure, last sure, few years. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. She was like, Oh, well, it sounds like he's living his truth. That's Morrissey. Yes, exactly right. So, you know. Is this where you hugged her, felt her aura, and then you guys walked away as soulmates? She really wanted me to check out her art. Um, Okay, that's cool. How was it? Here's the thing. I didn't get to see it. Oh. She got kicked out of the whole for for stealing too quickly. Yeah, exactly. Here's a question for both of you. Uh Uh-huh. If somebody goes on and on about their art. Uh Uh-huh. To the point that it's annoying. Never heard of it. Like this? Yeah. Do you, when the art is revealed to you, do you hope it's good or do you hope it's terrible? For I hope it's st- terrible so I can be mad at you for wasting my fucking time. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I don't know if I have a hope one way or the other, but I know I'm, I'm going into it predisposed. Because when somebody's pretentious as fuck and just can't stop, I'm like, please show me a stick figure. Please show me. Please. <laughs> How often, though, is it actually quality? Is the oh, problem. never. That's, Come on. That's the thing. Because somebody who's good doesn't yeah. have that kind of time. Come on. Um, does it feel different for people who've appreciated your art yeah. Who express it to you or talk to you about your shit. Yeah. Who don't give a fuck about your online presence or who, who found it before that or didn't know you were a, sure. uh, a fucking 10K Twitter follow. Yeah. yeah. Does it feel different? I'm, uh, I'm sorry. For you, does it feel different if somebody is into your bands but has no idea that you have a fucking Twitter? Oh, I mean, that's that's nice, but... But does it matter? No, do you, no, do you, does it, it doesn't. Does it make it different for you to the people who are like, yeah, no. Uh, like, does it feel good for you on the flip where it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I saw you on Twitter being silly or funny or, yeah. or dumb or like awful or yeah. terrible <laughs> whatever, or whatever it is. Above, sure. um, Some mix of those. And then I checked out your band and, and I like it. Yeah, that's cool. Does too. it make you feel good because they discovered something you make through your uh, online efforts? Um, 
No, I, I honestly have no feeling either way. Maybe okay. at some point. Do you point, think maybe you waste time posting stuff on the internet? Oh, sure. Okay. Just <laughs> wanted to check. It. Sure. Tom, question for you. Do you think Patrick's online persona is good or bad for his bands? Don't be gentle. I'm not. <laughs> he Fuck. doesn't care. Yeah. Um, I would say... Good, bad. 60-40, bad. Okay. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Maybe 70-30. Yes. I think it brings on some people. Like yep, People are sure. like, oh, this guy's like a troll. I'm going to check out there's his some, shit. There's certainly some people who are attracted to that, for sure. And then I think a lot of people are like, ugh. Yeah, Do but, you think Patrick is the persona that he is online? Absolutely not. I don't think so either. I, I think it love is a Patrick Kenlin. Yes. Like the human being in person. You've yes. had me love muted him. for months. Huh? You've had me muted yeah. for months. Like <laughs> you're like a, a, a favorite. Like you're right. a great dude. I hate you on the internet. Yeah. 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 Many people do. And I mean, that's the thing. And that's fine. I don't know if that, I mean, if I didn't know you and I only knew you on the internet, I would never have given any of your bands a chance. Well, and it's, it's that not, happens, it's sure. not I mean, unlike, it's not unlike your aunt on Facebook, yeah. right? And yeah. I don't have Facebook, but I know like really, uh, I don't, come on. Right. You know, yeah. but, but everybody gets the idea. You might love your aunt Janine more than anything yeah. and she's a sweetheart and what have you. But here she goes about Sandy Hook. And then right. it's posted by Janine Pirro. <laughs> and, you're and you're like, like Jesus. Yeah. Or you see her posting untoward things about the person that she bumped into with her shopping cart at the grocery yep. store. Whatever the opinions are, you're like, like this isn't Aunt Janine. Yeah. I don't like Facebook Aunt Janine, but I like Aunt Janine. Yeah, you're, you're teetering on the end of, ra of racial Aunt Janine. Yeah. Let's not do it. People who know you only from your podcast, you feel like you get more of who you are across through podcasts. Oh, well, for sure, sure. because it's people talking. Right. Like, Look, and not just you. You're not doing a shtick. Right. So, I mean, so you do online, shtick. the people who are only familiar with you online, mm -hmm. what are they not seeing uh, from who you actually are? He doesn't capitalize everything in real life. Yeah, he isn't. He doesn't yell. He actually doesn't times. yell very often. Never, yeah. Almost never. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. very rare. Um, well, I mean, look. I, this is I, trying to. This is the humanizing part. Remember, we we yeah. talked about how you started doing Instagram yeah, stories so, to be more human. Well, and, I tried for a long time to to try to talk real, like real talk on Twitter. Like th there was a time that I was just a troll and then I transitioned into like yeah, you, trying to have actual conversations. Yes, you did work hard on that. And then I realized, oh, people, that's not what people are really on Twitter for. They're there to like get mobs together and torch each other. So, yeah, so, like, it's not a pretty place. So Twitter to me, until Elizabeth Warren is president and everybody lets the air out of the balloon and stops being so fucking tight. Yeah. It's just going to be a like a place that I post in all caps, whatever. Yeah. And whatever. But like yeah. my hope is that over time, there's always going to be some wing nut that comes from the outside, doesn't know a thing about me, sees the worst thing I ever said and attacks me for that. Right. Yeah. That's because that's the way life is. Yeah. But in general, I'm hoping that we're getting to a place where, you know, hey, look, let's all look at each other. In in aggregate instead of in isolation, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, honestly, people that listen to Worst Possible Timeline exclusively oh. might have a different view of me. I say some sure. weird shit. Yeah, you, know you do. I mean? yeah. And it, but it, it's it, yeah. Regardless, um, if you see any just singular facet of someone, Tom, if someone just saw you at work, 
they wouldn't know the full spectrum of who you are. If someone saw you just on stage at the show, they yeah. wouldn't know who you are. Yeah. You know, no. if someone just knew you from Axe of they still wouldn't know who you are. No. But if you start to put all those things together, you're getting a, a better picture. Yeah. I mean, you know I think I mean? the hardcore thing is probably the most kind of severe, like, most, like, the furthest foray from, like, who I really. Yes. Well, not really. I mean, whatever. But it's like, I don't have, like, a shtick. No, right. It just like it plays itself out in different ways in different places. Right. Um, a lot of times screaming at work though. <laughs> you, you, might, you might need what to. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, uh, Twitter reminds me of the lava levels in Mario. Like mm. late era, you're you're in the like maybe Super Mario three. You're in like are the World fiery Nine. jellyfish shooting out? Or yeah, no? they're oh, shooting yes. out, and right. you got bullet bill flying through yep. and there's still some shit you want there's still the boxes with coins or, or mushrooms in there you still some good things but a whole lot of bad and everybody's just waiting to fall into a lava pit shit sucks let's close it off with something special at the end oh wow but let's do some non-core questions okay you're yeah, my friend favorite mike lawson oh mike lawson have you ever mike seen mike awesome mike awesome the title of the email questions about movies expiration dates maritime hardcore and cancer straight edge wow all right is cancer straight edge have you ever seen a movie twice in the theater if so what movies yeah yeah when i was a kid i saw transpotting twice in the theaters Mm -hmm. uh when i was uh an adult what did i see in the theaters oh when I worked at a movie theater, yeah. when I was like 16 or whatever, yeah. whatever year Jerry Maguire came out, I think I saw Jerry Maguire like 11 times. I, I worked at a movie theater, you end up seeing a lot of movies in yeah. the theater over and over. I, I saw Terminator 2 in the movie theater twice. Sick. Uh, I saw I saw a couple of Star Wars, most of the Star Wars movies in the movie theater more than once. Um, not Last Jedi, though. Uh, Lord of the Rings, probably more than once. No shit, yeah. those are long. Long. But then you go home and watch the extended editions that are double length. Yeah. So that's good. I'm going to do that actually this month. I'm, are you? Well, right They're now I'm good. watching all these horror movies, but yeah. I'm I want to do all of the Lord and the Ring of the Rings in a day. Just yeah, I've done it many times. I haven't because on like hour three, uh-huh. I start to feel guilty. But I want about your use of time. Yes, yes. But I want to finish everything in my life and then be like, it's. L-O-T-R day, dudes. You need, you need some kind of menial task like folding paper or something while you're watching it. I, I, Maybe I, making simple foods. Or thoughtful notes. I'm trying to buy this uh, origami book off of Craigslist. Oh, there okay. you go. There you go. Movies you've seen in the movie theater more than once. The only one that comes to mind right off the bat is Inception. Mm, because okay. I fell asleep the first time and I was in my own Inception. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Better so movie. I had to go back, back and be like, oh, oh, okay. the top. Got it. Yeah. What does kindergarten mean? How do they how did they come up with that name? I'm pretty sure kindergarten it's something German, right? It's yeah. a German word. I think it's like child garden. garden. Yeah. Literally. And um, it's because it's where your children are going to, to grow. grow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought it was something terrible. Why <laughs> that sounds like something for the horror movie thing. Tell us what you're doing for the horror movie thing. Uh, so for worst possible timeline, uh, for our Patreon listeners uh, who bump up to two dollars, uh, I'm doing a horror movie per day so every night i'm watching a horror movie and i am talking for you know 40 minutes half an hour whatever the next day about that movie and of course it's not it rarely focuses on the movie for very long it was really funny that you announced that because earlier in the week i'd been thinking like it'd be fun to do a podcast where i watch a movie a day the next day you do record a podcast about it and just do that four days a week and then do a wrap-up 
Do you know what I tried Friday. to do? What? So there's uh, a number of uh, of YouTube channels that just do retrospectives of movies that aren't big for any reason, and it's just somebody that's coming to them for the first time. Yeah, exactly. And and, and they put together slickly made YouTube yeah. videos of them. And I was like, how hard can that be? I wonder if I could bang out three in a week and see if that was a thing that I would want to do on YouTube. Because sure. right now, YouTube is so neutered. It's so fun. YouTube's in a weird space. It's I don't so know if I'm, I'm putting any stock in it. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. But I've, it's clearly purchased by born-again Christians. But yeah. uh, I, I watched pre as soon as it went up on uh, Amazon and put together a video just for like, you know, for the, for the worst possible timeline, uh, Patreon yeah. people. Editing? Sucks. Not easy, folks. No. Being being funny. Oh, here's some stock f- footage. Sucks. Having to find that source oh, and that shit sucks. Hard, it's the worst. Hard. worst. That's why these fuckers do like one a month. Yes. All right. So uh, why do $2 bills still exist? That's a great question. Do they make new ones? I, I don't know if do. they do. I've never seen a new model one. I've seen the old ones. I have a bunch. but I'm going to Google that right now and get an answer for you. Uh, I don't know why. Somebody thinks it's fun. That's the answer. Remember the movie Joe's Apartment? Yeah, of course. Vaguely. vaguely. It's about cockroaches. Yeah, yeah that's all I can think of. They're like his friend or something? Yeah, I think they're his enemy friend. And Jerry O'Donnell in it? Yes. yes. Is he the main character? I'm pretty sure. I have an irrational dislike for Jerry O'Donnell. Oh, really? Really dislike. Fat I like, Jerry O'Donnell or skinny child, Jerry Child Jerry O'Donnell? Fine. Tomcats? Uh, anything post- Stand by me? Did he do sliders? He didn't do Quantum Leap. No, he did sliders. He did sliders. Uh, he, sliders is all right. Uh, Quantum Leap, Scott Bakula, who I'm yep. watching in a Clive Barker movie, and he has a very tight body. Uh, here's, a, here's a couple things. When you, when you type in, do they still make, uh-huh. can you guess what some of the things are that pop up on the Google search? Sibians. What? Pornography? No, yeah. well, they I said, I said Sibians, so same thing. Do they still make Hummers? Yes, yeah. uh, I've uh, somebody who goes to Eastern School drives a Hummer golf cart. Unnecessary. <laughs> Do they still make iPods? No, nope. Do they still make Tang? Yes, yes. I like the, I like this question because it's do they? Who's yeah, that? This they. is a different they. they it's the time. Royal They. Yeah. Uh, and then number I'm four. I'm an astronaut's got a drink too. Do they still make two dollar bills? Okay. Wow. Number five, wild card. Do they still make water beds? Oh I no! Just talked about this with Carly, <laughs> and I was like, answer? "Who's?" She's like, "Her family owned, or someone she knew owned a waterbed, like, uh-huh. and bought one like in the last like three years." Really? And then we were trying to figure out, like, do you change the water? It's oh. obviously bladders. So like, they had one that was the left hand side. Like, you had your own control, like your own sleep. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, say, you know. Manda likes it a little warmer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can heat up the water. And then you can make it colder. It's oh, fucking weird. wild. But, like, I I couldn't imagine. I've, like, laid on. I don't know where I'd had the opportunity, but I'd laid on a And it's, you're sleeping oh, on a crazy. raft. So. I don't know if it's fun. You Did you have friends with families who I had one? friends. Okay. No, when you were a kid. They had that, water beds? No, I lived no. in fucking. You were in the park. city. There was no You were in the city. Yeah. Suburbia. How many people did you know that had water beds? Right. You had one. I got one at a garage sale that had carved into the headboard, Heidi loves Jeff LaDuke. We've talked about yes, that. Heidi loves Jeff have. LaDuke. And, uh, the water bed. How yeah. is that not a song title for one of your bands? It's going to be. It uh. will be. But it was. Uh, Were you of the, the sex having age? 
in principle. <laughs> Did you ever have sex? But your principles no. kept you from. Yeah, no, yes. I never, I never even touched a boob on that thing. I don't think. Incel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Volcel. Thank Vol-cell, you. Volcel. Volcel. I don't even know what that means. He's uh, voluntarily celibate. Yeah, oh. so I don't shoot up the movie theater. I just, uh, I, I just type. Uh, and he just, he just tweets Reddit, about I'm like, it. I'm like, women. Uh, by the way, oh. uh, two, there's way more two dollar bills in circulation than we would ever think. In I have a lot. I have two, three in my wallet right now. It, in 2014, two dollar bills, y'all. So 2013 to 2014, 44 million notes were circulated. What? That's crazy. But because, that's circulated. I don't think that's no, not no, no, made, no, right? That, like those printed? were what was printed and put into circulation. Wow. So, I don't see the purpose, the utility. Those were ordered for 2013. Okay. okay. Um, Same design. It's still the old design. They don't have a new design for that. That's the problem, though. No, no, no. Hold on. Well, the last one appears to be the 76 design. Right. So they didn't do the big face. They, they don't do the big face. I don't face. think they do the big yeah. face, no. Um, in suburbia, if you were... In the if you were alive in the eighties, mm-hmm. if you were, if you were born before nineteen eighty five, and even if you were born before nineteen ninety, there's a good chance if you lived in suburbia, you knew someone whose parents had a waterbed. It's so crazy yes. to me, and like that was one of the coolest. Oh shit, your parents have a waterbed. I, you didn't even ask. You, you were jumping were on fucking. that thing. You, you were all now. You had no like Did you? Your family ever have one? No, your family. Just me. Not his family. No. You. He, yeah. fa- he has so a garage sale one. the fucking, yes. the mechanics of like, you live on the fucking third floor. Oh no, somebody's dying. You live on the third floor, somebody's dying. Yeah. How do you like, do you fill it once you get up there? Yes. Do you ever have to change the water? I don't think you do, although in principle you should. You should, you don't. Because it's still water, it's yeah. right? That can't be good. No. And do you like, do you literally have to run a hose up the side of your house to fill it? Yes. You could hook a, yes. Or you could hook a hose up from an interior sink. Yes, but... It's, and it's a bladder in there, I would imagine, right? Yeah, so... But here's what's crazy, is you yeah. hear the tragedies where... Mine was a queen. It was a big... It, it was bigger it was for big. you. Yeah, for it, was cat, very, yeah. it occupied the entire room. There was yeah. nowhere to walk. Yeah, twin uh, with space. If you hear about people with the queen-size ones, the king-size ones, yeah. I don't know if they make kings, but... They definitely. California I was. I was King, on. Waterbed. I was on. I was on a big waterbed at some point. It's like, insane. I think like it's twenty minutes to roll across to get out. When they are, when they pop or are punctured, whoever is below you is having the worst day. Yes, that's soaking through the floor. Though, I mean, it's got to be. It's a lot of water. Hundreds of gallons of water, I would imagine. It's a lot of water. Yeah. So waterbeds. How do we get to fucking? Because we were doing. Can I bring do up they something? still make two dollar yeah, oh, bills? Yeah, and then we got the waterbeds. Let beds. me bring up something that that. Uh, and I just had this conversation, which is so funny. Let me bring up something that that. So, do you have you ever met anybody that has a uncut sheet on their like for framing in their house of of uh, bills? No. No. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so that's a thing you can just buy, right? Yep. Okay. For two dollar bills, they. Like all uncut sheets, I think re- retail, quote unquote, for more than they're worth. Of course, but I think two dollars is probably more. Wait, what if you get really broke? You buy stuff. The scissors, like, start yeah, I'm sure. I am, please, I'd be there. Yeah. But think about what kind of asshole, yep. wants to celebrate a money so asshole. much uh-huh. that they have it a framed, a framed in their home, a sheet of <sighs> money, and then think, is that kind of cool? I mean, wouldn't that be a nice success thing to give somebody? Like, if one of your publishers, one of your books broke big. Yeah. And they're like, yo, one of the things we do is we give you a signed roll of $2 bills. I mean, even like if you got like an uncut sheet of singles. I can't be. 20 singles? 50? Uh, Okay. Do you pay face value? Do you pay a little bit more? more. You pay more. 
Do you? Yeah, if it's uncut. Because it's basically like, well, it it's like getting like, the Franklin Mint bada bada. Sure. Yeah, so it looks like you can get um, it's uncirculated sheets of $51 yep. for 100 bucks. That sounds right. They charge you a dollar. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. You don't like that. Capitalism. So then, like, fuck, I'm really hungry. I got to cut a dollar bill off. You're really cutting too. <laughs> and I don't know if you can do that. You can get 32, a, a sheet of 32 $2 bills uh-huh. for 200 bucks. $200? Yeah. Yep. That's so a, it's $64 for $200. So it's three times as much. Yeah. It's $3 for every $2. Yeah, but you look cool. Now, yeah. oh, so those like serial numbers aren't in circulation, so they don't count. So when you start yeah. popping really big, yeah. that's what you'll send autographs on, is a poster that says, Dear Ma, thanks for all the love and support. See you in a couple years. Love, Patrick. I and it'll be on a framed... $32 bill. got to buy my mom a house. Yeah. That's like, you know. You got to do that. Well, I should pay off her mortgage. If I her go, new spot is nice. It That's is, nice. But, but if I go, uh, what I'm saying is if I go, if I went big Go tomorrow, big? Yeah. Somebody the other day was telling me that there's like money. There's money around the corner. You know what I mean? Like somebody was yeah, like, yeah. like okay. man, everybody on that happy juice right now. Right, like exactly. Yeah. So, but, and I was thinking, okay, if this person gets me money, yeah. it won't be massive, no. but it'd be massive Chunks. Yeah, yeah. Chunks. Yeah, yeah. Big chunks. So like getting a hundred grand at one time so nice. is a lot of money. Yes. Now getting a hundred grand over the course of a year and a half, not that much money. Getting uh, getting it's a lot it's more than cool. we're talking no, about. Cool, yeah, come on. But, uh, I mean, yeah, come on, please. But but uh getting a hundred grand in a in a lump sounds Pretty great. Nice. And this, yeah. that, that's sort of where this person was coming from. And in my head, because I'm an asshole moron idiot, yes. I'm dreaming. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, what would I do with a hundred? Stop. You pay off your mom's house and Lenora the dog is in a Professor X style gold wheelchair with sunglasses on rolling around. I with his own Caliban. <laughs> I thought about getting two Cuban link chains. Oh, nice. Okay. That would, only, that would only cost like two grand, but uh, you know, thinking about it. Yeah. All right. There you go. <laughs> Tom, the hardest <laughs> eye roll. Um, whatever. $2 bills. Still in circulation. Who knew? <laughs> What's the difference between a sell-by date and an expiration date? I'm staring down a sour cream that was sold within the sell-by period, but that was six days ago. Should no, I eat it? Good. I'll report back the results later. Don't I think eat. you're fine. I think yeah. sell-by date, like, they have, like, the science down to go, like, all right, if someone buys this by this date, they'll have eaten it within three days. It doesn't really matter. Expiration date, that's when you're going to get the shits. That would be my guess. you got a week past expiration. Be careful. Do you that's really it. have a week? No, I'm just saying that. Or is that like, like when you're good, like your guest like comes that's, on? That's that's poor people logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, a, a week past there, you're okay. Once it starts going beyond that, things. And get like real I've said on this podcast before, my sh- friend who's a chef, put your tongue, do it. If it tastes bad, that means yeah, you that's don't correct. Eat it. Uh, and dairy products smell. Ooh, you yeah, can smell yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that went. You all ever been on a cruise? Yes. No, you have. You? I've been on two. I refuse. Really? I have strong feelings on it. You're such an asshole. All right, tell us, tell us about cruises, then we'll get to Mr. Strong Feelings, sir. <laughs> Mr. Strong Feelings. We should let him go first so I can cut uh, yes, him off. Because otherwise... Yeah, you can provide the, the good counterpoints. Yeah, All right, he's going to go on for an hour why he hates fuck it. You if know. I'm going to go a place, I want to go to a place. I want to see how people live. I want right, to touch uh-huh. the, you know... Okay. You don't want to be on a boat. Okay. Be part of the rich tapestry of the world. Yep, yep, All that okay. bullshit. What do you got? The rich tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> The motherfucker who like gets fucking labels to give him money to go to places to record records. Yeah, is crying about like. I want, but I'm there. When I'm there, I'm there. I would say not hanging in a resort, not hanging on a boat. It's kind of fun. Uh huh. I've gone to two. Yeah. Um. I mean, you stop at place. You're not like just like yeah, but the fucking. You're not like nattering around. They're fake. Yeah. 
No, it's, I, been, I went to Cozumel. It was beautiful. The fake place. Um, to our Mexican listeners, <laughs> either in the U.S. or in Mexico, that is patrickkinlan at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it actually is. <laughs> Fuck him. It's Fuck fine. this guy. Yeah. Dox me. So um, I couldn't. Yeah. You could probably Dox geo cash is wherever the fuck he's living yeah. in a yeah. fucking. But I'm not I, hard it, to find. It's fun. Okay. If you go with like, you know, like if you went on one, say like with a know, wifey and kid, you yep. go on like your fucking Disney cruise, whatever. It's sure. a lot of fun. It's, you know, you're at sea for like at least one day. Right. So they do like a, you have to get dressed up, suit and tie, dresses. Go to all, dinner. All nine yards. They do dresses. <laughs> There's a ton of stuff. You literally, if you want to be a fucking, I'm, it's going to sound very New York, a full gavone. Uh-huh. You can get whatever you want to eat. Yeah. 24 hours a day. People love it. Doesn't that. cost you People a dollar. People love that. Yeah. Yeah. People love it. Now, I say that with the rejoinder that I've watched like specials about cruise ships after it. Uh-huh. I don't feel as good about it. Oh, uh, because of the At the time, waste. I was like, you know, it was because, you know, I was younger. Yeah. I mean, I was an adult. Like, I yeah. went once with like a girlfriend and once mm-hmm. like with my family, whatever. And it was kind of like, this is weird. Like, Literally, and not in a weird, in a bad way. There was no one American that worked on the boat. Okay. Oh, okay. No one. Like you know, I mean, we had like a like a server that was Scottish. We had people from Mexico and South, you know, places in South America, and it was a wonderful like cross section. But there was not one like, hey, I'm from Jersey and I work on this boat. Nobody. <laughs> Which I was always like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, uncommon. But we we had this one gentleman that was like serving us like and like was in the in the restaurant or in the. Like, you get the same, like, person every night. Mm-hmm. You get the same, like, whatever they call it now, server. Oops. And we were talking, like, he's away for eight months at a time. But did he have, is there, is there a reveal why Americans don't do this? Are you, uh, I think the money's shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the money's but shit. But you're away for eight months. Or, like, either, like, you're a younger, like, single person. You're like, fuck it. I got nothing else going on. Sure. Yeah. I'll just, I mean, all your meals are paid for. You got a place to live, you know. Yeah. Whatever. That's cool. But if you have, you know, family back somewhere where, you know, the hundred bucks you made that day is not a hundred bucks, it's you know, yeah, it rent further. for a month. Sure. Yeah. Then it's worth it. But like they're literally away for not even like, well, you know, I'm home no, like you're gone for like seventy five percent of the year and you're just sending money home. Mm. Yeah. Which is kind of like I'm not that psyched on this anymore. I mean, but 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 there's many people that advocate that that's what those people need. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you didn't if you didn't uh, use that product, those people wouldn't have that job, which is right. enriching their families. So like, right, right, right. That, that's that constant argument that is like a very valid argument that people yeah. have, which is like, hey, I don't feel good. Like the classic example is, I don't feel good about my clothes being made X, Y, or Z. Right. Yeah. And then you'll occasionally run into people from there. They're like, no, no. Yeah, they're like, no, no. <laughs> these are the right. these are the lifeblood of my right country. And, yep. and the flip side is, okay, when I see obvious exploitation, which paying people pennies on the dollar is, yes, uh, is it possible for me to feel good about it? And then the the counter argument is, you don't need to feel good about it. I need to eat. You yes. understand? So, 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 right. like, so it's it, it may hurt your little yeah. It might hurt you your know, sensibility. Your Anglo-Saxon yeah, heart, right, but right, like right. motherfucker, this is feeding my family. Right, and and th- there's so there's a large argument about the idea of macroeconomics, yes. and global capitalism, and all this bullshit. But like at the end of the day, unless somebody is being f- exploited past what we in the West consider just normal capitalist bullshit, yeah. 
like we're talking about uh, I'm talking like about against si- their own will yeah exactly right, uh, right, right. and uh then there's that Marxist argument about will, but who gives yes, a fuck? What right. we're talking about? It, what, 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 <laughs> I mean, the people that, like they had to put up like nets because people were jumping out the fucking right, window. Right, right, right. You know, it's all another story. And I don't feel great about that. You know, no, I mean, any, no. Any but you will nets, play your iPhone where it. that was. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> but the iPhones are so cool that it doesn't matter. That's what you're. I mean, oh, do you get so food cruises. delivered? No. I see. I'm the same. I feel bad, but like again. That's a job for somebody, but I was yeah, going, you lazy motherfucker, go pick up your own goddamn food. Right, yeah, and I don't begrudge anyone getting food delivered. I just no, but I, it doesn't feel right to me, but uh, oh. meanwhile, it's like I see those men and women hustling. Like, I shouldn't, yeah. I, but it, they're not, it, it's no, dis, I'm doing them a disservice by not doing that, but it just feels like weird, like, hey, it's raining out. Uh, fuck so I, you, get get wet, I'm going to stay in here in my sweatpants. Like, that feels weird. It, well, yeah. I, I never thought of it like that. I just don't, I just got accustomed to going to get my own food I guess kind of I don't I'm know s- I gotta I'm be closer sh- to the pizza delivery man than the delivered to personally but you know I don't know I got a funny $2 bill story yeah sure. please can I start yeah please so, Carly, I get $2 bills all the time at work. The bank teller told me it's because all the strip clubs in Portland have ATMs that only dispense $2. Oh, nice. Really? That's so interesting. I like that. That's a good That's a good hustle. That's a yeah. smart move. Yeah. Like, yes, fuck, you're not throwing a dollar at me, motherfucker. It's a good hustle, yeah. <sighs> wow. My argument for a cruise. Wow. My argument. I know, right? Mind yeah. blown. My argument for a cruise is there's an innate forced relaxation time on the boat. Right. Where and you can't experience because I am the go to the place and experience it. But that means you can end up hustling around, sure. which is no big deal for me. I don't really care. But for my significant other, she needs to be forced to relax. And that, that seems like a good thing about a right. cruise. And I think budget, like for someone, if you're, if you're balling on a budget. It's not that expensive. You're talking about a, a cruise that might be, you know, four or five days for 800 bucks or whatever. That's literally, so think about if you were spending five days in a hotel, mm-hmm. all your meals. Oh, no, sure. Well, yeah. It's like actually kind of cost effective yeah, for people. Is, for certain. It's not a bad, you know, I, I, if you look at my YouTube history, I was watching, I wanted to see what, um, I've never had a balcony room. Oh. And I was curious to see what that would look like. Well, that's kind of neat. I mean, I, we passed like, I passed by San Salvador on one of the cruises. Yeah, yeah. Fucking cool shit. Like, I was like, oh, when am I ever going to see San Salvador? I couldn't couldn't say. Have you ever been to a show on a boat? I've heard of a few bigger punk bands playing on a boat in New York. I've never been to a show on a boat. You have. I've been to, I played shows on boats. I played a show on a boat. But I mean, we saw, I saw Hatebreed Scarhead on a boat last year. Nice. I've seen Lucero a ton of times on boats. Um, I mean, now it's like every time I die, it's a yearly thing that they do. They do three shows in a row on a boat. How far are we from maritime hardcore? A hardcore fest being held on a cruise ship. Will this happen in our lifetime? Yes. Mm. I think... Only if we can figure out how it evades uh, international tax laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Somebody's hard at work on that. It would be incredible to have a big hardcore fest on a boat. Like on a fucking real deal cruise ship. Uh That like, it's like three days, you're out at sea... Here's my only counter argument. I mean, everyone's on Tinder trying to bang yeah. anyway. Yeah. Okay. Now it's just here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except. A lot of chlamydia on that trip. That's true. I don't care about any of that. God bless. Bleach your dick. The element of young men who like to fight each other. Oh, sure. Someone's going overboard? Not just that. You're with each other for three days. Now, my heart, by day three, even if we were at each other's throats... It's probably over, but some. But there's a reason why I'm not a dangerous man. <laughs> you but know what I'm saying, at, sure, a cruise ship. They're so 
fucking enormous. Yeah, okay. You wouldn't see this. You could avoid that person. If you, you really, could be going to see a movie. So, the, all right. So at this fast, couple we're going to do this at Sound and Fury 2025. Okay. Uh, uh, Sound you know, and Fury. Out, out yes, to sea. Wow. Yeah, you know what? It goes out and it goes out to Catalina, loops around, <laughs> goes down to the Channel Islands, whatever. Sound and Fury. We can go report on it, watch two bands and go to the movies and go, you know. But here's the thing. Maybe do stand-up. Maybe have podcasts. For maybe. you and I, Perfect. For men who conspire to kill each other, not great. Yeah, different. That's right. <laughs> like pit beef is going to be all weekend. That's, yeah, what I'm that's true. But isn't, yeah, it's the same thing it. at a fucking show. Yeah. If you're at a festival, but you can drag somebody out of a show. Yeah, can't drag someone out of the cruise boat. That's right. I mean, if you're stopping somewhere, you have the cops waiting for him. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I'm. Look, or you dude, get that's like a, a hard drop off on you Catalina. Fuck, <laughs> you get a dinghy just dropped off. You know, like a yeah, dinghy. Go, go ride the golf cart in Catalina. Oh yeah, um, you get yeah you get dropped. You get thrown in the little the the dinghy boat that just is tailed by the. the I mean, ferry what do they call the, the jail and uh, the the brig? What's the jail? Yeah, yes, yes, the yes, yes, you the get brig. thrown in the fucking brig if you have okay, to. There's mosh beef. You know what? Settle it. How good mm. is the Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell movie Overboard? Overboard. Very good. Didn't they remake that recently? Yeah. They did, and they tried a gender swap to sort of alleviate yeah. some of the troubling yeah. elements of the uh, yeah, yeah, original. Yeah, yeah, But it's a fundamental story of exploitation. It's not... Uh, you, gender swapping doesn't quite get it no. done. You know? <laughs> Yo, and, and the movie the movie's good. Just watch it. Yeah. Enjoy it for oh, what yeah, it is. No, it's great. Uh, listen to the song uh, Dude Looks Like a Lady by Aerosmith today. Mm-hmm. On first blush, do you think that song is problematic in 2019? Uh, oh, like to my sensibilities? No, to, to the... Oh, I'm sure somebody's... It is not. Uh, Everyone's got to listen to that and read the lyrics. It's basically like, whoa, yeah, cool. that was surprising. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. no, it's not. It's love to not, do, but love to do like. Yo, did, you, did you hear? Uh, so on my Instagram the other day, I uh-huh. I did some. Uh, I used Aerosmith. Uh, fuck, it's the cover song. Um, it's a live version of it. His voice. People were DMing me, being like, "Yo, his voice is fucking monster." On so this. I thought they hadn't played in a while. They played Borgata in AC like in August. They did a five night stand somewhere up in Mass. They're still playing. I gotta go see Aerosmith. Um, what fucking song am I? Thinking let's of? call it a wrap. Back There's in the saddle. More- Back in the saddle oh, again. The live version. He, he hits so many like a monster. He's, oh my god, it's, it's really yeah. fucking strong. Uh, last couple questions here. What foods are better as leftovers, reheated or cold, rather than the first time around? Pizza. Pizza, pretty good. Chinese food. Uh, certain Chinese foods that's not too greasy. Noodles. Like you can't have any f- fried stuff. Isn't great reheated. No, no terrible reheated. reheated. Pizza is number one. I mean, I think there's a uh, word. certain Indian foods are very good reheated. I think Indian is number one because there's a word for it for when uh, food is actually better after it's sat in its own oh, shit for a while. Gazpacho. Gazpacho is the word for it. Yes. Uh, my, com- my homie has cancer and recently started treatments. Shout out Jamie Seagraves, who happens to be a Patreon subscriber. Shout out Jamie. Um, oh, we're both good luck getting the other side of that. Sounds like a hassle. I'm sorry. Um, this is from your friend, Maritime Straight Edge, Mike Lawson, and he asks... Is chemo straight edge? <laughs> I think so. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah. Get, I'll get with the council on this, but I'm pretty sure we'll see. But There's you better we, in here. Yeah. We, we better uh, we, we you just be careful what you do after that chemo. We don't want to see you slipping in some pills. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's true. Right. No uh, one's getting psyched on chemo. No. It sucks. I've no. Had, my cousin's so, going through. It, like it's not easy. So, but there is a difference between chemo and radiation. Correct. Correct. A- and which one typically comes first? Radiation. Oh, it does. Okay, I, I think so. And then if that doesn't work, they go chemo. Um, so, uh, so radiation shrinks it. Oh, chemo's in, like in your body. Okay. Um, 
you know, I could be speaking totally. No, I, look, I, I, I don't mean to, uh, to talk too serious, but as I'm getting older, I am reflecting on the fact that I should be really on guard for these things. Like, how often yeah. do you guys get a, a, bl- a blood, like a full, full workup on blood? Maybe annually. Uh, oh, you do. Good. It's been good. I got one in my 30s. Okay. So, because I'm few years. thinking. Probably four years ago, I did. Okay. It had been a while before that, oh, at least yeah. a decade. Okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I just was reflecting on it. It's a, yeah. like a worrisome thing. Should we just go? My 20s mm-hmm. were a pretty like, everything feels good. Let's cruise oh. right through this decade. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I don't want to ruin this good time. Yeah, nothing. I'm here you for know, a good time, not a long yeah, time. V- visuals looked good, no problems. Everything <laughs> seemed to be working order. All right, let's go. I was reflecting on it this the other day. Uh huh. Unless something changes very soon, I will have spent more time uninsured than insured in my in my. Oh, life. okay, that's a good question. Um, what yeah. I mean, what I mean is from now until my death. Like, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. provably, I've spent more time uninsured than insured currently. Now, and you're thinking. Till your death, right? Because you what do be, I? Yeah. What do we think? I got t- fucking thirty. Your your father's quite long lived, yeah. and I have to argue that he probably lived a rougher life than you. No doubt. So yeah, yeah right, maybe I could go long. Maybe dead by forty eight. Go far. Uh, to to uh, Seagraves, Jamie. Jamie Seagraves, Jamie. Uh, you're in our thoughts in a sincere way. Part of that is that just uh, like being over thirty, you start to reflect on it. Uh, parents, you know what I mean? Getting yeah. sick, all that. Uh, and I don't know how serious your situation is, but uh, you, you, you deserve a shout out at the very least. You're in our thoughts. Reach out to us. Let us know how things are going. We're thinking of you. Yeah. Right. And then when, you know what, you know, maybe we'll have you on live. You can, we can do some non-core questions with you when you're done. Yeah. There you go. How's that? And you can pick them, not Mike. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you Mike's can, you, you see if you can out inane Mike. I don't know if it's possible. It's pretty tough, but, you know, you got some time to think on it. So let's go to a very special. Is it hot in here? So hot in here. It's so hot in here. You know why? Do you? I feel the fire. Wow. Mind Force, live on Axe to Grind. Let's go. Welcome to Axe to Grind. I'm Bob, and with us today is... Jay. And... Mike. And... Nick. And... Donnie. From the band... Mind Force. Welcome, guys. How was your trip down today? It was wonderful. You had a smooth ride. Yeah, we thought it was going to be like four hours. It was like two and a half. They, they rode the wave of the traffic. They beat it. So you guys just finished up. And this is going to be down the line. We'll release this. Mm-hmm. But you guys just played a little show out in California, Sound and Fury. Crazy. Tell, tell me about that. Because I saw, I saw it. Just a really humbling response. Shit blew my mind. <laughs> Tell me about what else to say. Have you, was that your first time in California? Our first time in California. Our first time anywhere on the West Coast. Um, Give me your personal California trip highlights. Personal. Legal marijuana. Woo! <laughs> All right, so we just talked about how Mind Force is gearing up to be globetrotters. But, okay. but there's some apprehension. There's some anxiety. <laughs> what, what do we got to worry about? With what? Traveling the world. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I think about me being in Japan. Like, I just think I get anxiety. I don't yeah, know where I, I would, you know, get some things I might need. Or if I'm in Europe, how am I going to sleep comfortably? I don't know. I got sciatica issue. Nope. I was just talking to Pat about it. Anything for comfort. So You got to do what you got to do when you get a little older, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Mike. How you doing, man? I'm okay. 
<laughs> yeah, you're feeling good? I'm feeling good. Have yeah. you ever sang in a band? Uh, yeah, here and there. Oh, yeah. we got the heads on. Yeah. What was the best band Mike sang in? Best. Whoa. Mike's been in a lot of good bands. What's the best one he sang in? I probably like Vital Stance the best. Vital Stance. Everyone right. should go check that out, actually. So, Mike, real quick. Yes. How you doing, man? How you healing? I'm, I'm doing really good. Yeah. yeah. You look yeah. healthy. Yeah, yeah. Feeling great. I'm yeah, not gonna pushing. kick. I'm not yeah. gonna kick you in the leg or anything. Okay. Because yeah. you seem healthy. Yeah. But you also seem like at the level where if I kicked you in the leg, you'd probably yeah. get hurt. But you'd also yes. whoop my ass for doing <laughs> well, it. So. <laughs> <No. Let's> see. <laughs> I would try. Try. Yeah. <laughs> What's next for Mind Force? What do we got coming up? Um. Well, we got a show coming up in Brooklyn. In a week, I don't know. It's this ain't coming out for okay. a while. So. Uh, you know. Yo, we don't really know what's next for Mind Force. We like to look at ourselves as leaves on a windy day. But it'll be something cool. This is Mind Force. What up? This is a new song. Sometimes the dangers of the city can't be escaped in the woods. It's called Slay an Intruder. Keep it moving now. We're gonna play a couple, couple covers.
Okay. That last one was about a serious anger issue. Okay. We're gonna do another one now. We don't always play live. Sometimes. This one's called Fangs of Time. Okay, so we're going to keep it moving with a couple more tracks off Excalibur. Um, there's a line in this next song a lot of people always ask me about. Um, I, growing up, my dad was a history teacher, and he always used to say this one quote. I'm not sure if he came up with it or somebody else did. But he always used to talk about how history repeats. But uh, every time it repeats, you know, it's not exactly the same. The faces and the context can be different. Uh, so this next one goes out to my pops. It's called Destroyer.
This is going to be the last one. Shout out to the Hudson Valley, New York City, Long Island, everybody around New York that supports us. This one's called Excalibur. Yo, shout out to Axe the Grind. Love those dudes. Peace.